Hey guys, it's Yuli. Welcome to Forge Your Future Book Club Podcast. Tune in as we break down entrepreneur, self-development, and philosophical books that change the lives for people who read and implement them. If you have been listening to us for a while, we thank you so much. If you're new, welcome to the show. Make sure to subscribe to us on whichever platform you're listening on so you don't miss out on any future episodes. We all get pretty busy. So if you're not able to listen to this episode right away, make sure to download it so you won't miss out on today's guest's valuable insights. All right, we're back with part two. Um, we'll start off with chapter six, maturity and entrepreneur perspective. Um, let me give you guys a quick rundown of the notes. Uh, Gerber says that great businesses don't become great once they mature. Yes, you must go through infancy and adolescence, but great business started great. In the book, the example is IBM. IBM, Gerber says, I got fucking <laughs> mic drop. started that it was, or <laughs> started out that it was all about building a business, not doing business. Building a business means putting in place rep- replicable uh, systems that produce results for the customers. And the secret to starting out a great business is to imagine that business well-defined as it should be once you're mature. Then go back, map what it takes you to get there and start building that vision into reality. I love it. Let me just, I'm going to have to take it from here. Uh, The best part about the book for me is, I forget where it is, but it's it's not this chapter, but it's the chapter saying, what do you want your life to look like? Itemize all the costs, the day-to-day, you know, what are you going to be doing? You're going to take your whoever out to lunch, you know, what are your, how much cars are you going to, you know, how much real estate are you going to have? And, and then how can your business be the vehicle to make that happen to you? You know, and it's all about that mountaintop and not the business. So then from that, you can take it back and say, okay, what kind of vehicle or motor do I need to get me to that place? Well, and I think, uh, you know, this lays a lot of groundwork for the four hour work week, right? Oh, where, where man, you, just plugs. Yeah, where you reverse engineer exactly what you want in, in life and what business is going to get you to get there. I'm trying to read that book. Where did that book at? We're coming soon with Tim Ferriss. Where you at, Tim? Where Work at, four Tim? hours a week. Be homeless. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, <laughs> selling dreams, man. That's right, man. Street right. pharmacy. Street pharmacy. Um, but yeah, so I the a new view on business, right? And that's and the, the the best thing about this book is trying to equip you with the ideas and the processes of how to build a business mature from day one. Right. Uh, and IBM sure does this. And, you know, you can do this, too, if you None start. None of us can do. So you guys should probably watch the fucking t- something from I- <laughs> IBM. <laughs> That's right. Getting so con- we're, 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 ex- we're hoping we're going to explain to you some uh, disasters we've had in step one and two here. And maybe you can avoid a few of them. Is that what we're go doing? For it, go for it. Let's go for it. Yeah. Well, what are some disasters you've made? So I decided I'm to take get, it right back to me like that. I, I'm going to, I went all in on CBD in 2017 when I should have put all the money that we invested in Ethereum and I'd be a millionaire right now. Crypto all day, baby. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's, that's my biggest business fail. But again, it did get me into something I liked. I love natural products. I love CBD. Um, so it got me started off in my career, but as far as money is concerned, I should have definitely put all my money I had at the time in Ethereum. We're talking stocks now. You asked me what was my biggest fuck up. <laughs> and that was it. I should have not done a business period and invested in stocks. I should have just gone all into crypto, man. 
<laughs> this is not this is not financial advice, dude. Oh yeah, do not Fucking listen to anything I say. Do not. do not put your money into that shit and call me. <laughs> and for all the crypto nerds out there, don't at me. Don't at me. He put his money in XRP. Yes. All right. <laughs> That's it. So anybody else going? Are you, you you let it off, man. What you what you got? Oh man, you guys are throwing me under the bus here. I forgot what we were talking about. Hey guys, this is Don here. Are you a tattoo lover? Are you looking for the best skincare that nature has to offer? Then look no further than Tattoo Lovers Care. Our products are all natural, vegan, organic, and CBD infused, and we approach the tattoo healing process with a multi-product, multi-stage approach in order to deliver the skin uh, the oils it needs to heal optimally throughout each stage of the tattoo healing process. Look no further. Tattoo Lovers Care is here for you. So we were talking about what biggest mistakes with our business. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah that's uh, okay. So I mean, I'll, I'll bust into mine really quick so we can take this a little more serious here. Um, mine was probably the systems things. The systems things was pretty big. Um, when you first start out a business, you gotta try, especially when you hire help. Um, try to remember that your help isn't a mind reader, and 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 I think we all probably have experienced this a little bit. Um, your, your new ideas, and I mean, this is part of being an entrepreneur. You're going to be excited. You're going to have new ideas. You're going to constantly want to do new things. If you do not have the time to sit down with the manager and explain it to them, write it down, let them know what their expectations are, then you should be kicking yourself in the ass like I did because I did a lot of that. Um, and it'll create conflict. And a lot of, uh, and again, this goes back to the beginning where you get, you know, your technician is looking at the two of you thinking you're both fucking crazy going back and forth. And that leads over to turnover, you know? And mm -hmm. part of the biggest thing I'm realizing now is trying to hold on to, hold on to people, um, technicians mm -hmm. especially, because technicians are the ones that make you the money. And so remembering that a technician just wants a fucking place to do their job free of the hassle from you. So the more you can provide that for them or figure out a way, you know, to, to realize that the technician is a very essential part of what you're trying to do, um, you need to baby it. Do whatever you can, you know, do whatever you can to take care of these guys. And don't be so crazy that you're, you're coming up with new processes every five seconds. And if you do, that's perfectly fine, but you need to just back it up with some kind of concrete process that your manager can follow so you're not driving them absolutely crazy. Sorry, Lauren. We love you. <laughs> we all love you, Lauren. 100%, man. 100%. How about you? Yeah, I was thinking like, man, which one do I go from? I mean, running a cafe. So I started a cafe having already loved, fallen in love with the E-Myth. So I'm coming at it from a totally different perspective. Um, let's see. Things that I messed up on were... Um, trying to do way too much myself, like construction. Um, I, I got into an old building on a great deal. Um, I found the location, found the buyer, wrote the lease myself, did the construction myself. It was an old shithole building. So of course all the electrical went out in the kitchen. I had to do all new concrete floors. Um, I was working with a, a contractor that was on heroin at the time. I just found that out the day that I bought $1,500 worth of concrete, ended up having to lay the concrete floor myself uh, as to not lose, you know what I'm saying? Uh, stories could go on. Uh, so, um, but I got to say, man, um, 
vision does bring talent and vision does bring i've never seen an idea bring so much help before uh did i have the processes to be able to harness that help for an extended period of time no but the help did come so uh have those processes in place so that you could harness the gems when you find them absolutely no for sure and people are going to gravitate to that idea and so you know they buy into the dreams when they can see it and they can feel it and they can you know see four tenths of the entire process and the entire thing being built out. And then they let their mind kind of fill in the gaps there. Right. Mm. So <clears throat> I was there for a lot of host culture and I loved it. <laughs> uh, and I helped wherever I could. Um, so, you know, it's, we all, we all have our, uh, our starts and our failures. And then we take those lessons on the next thing. So That's right. Transition chapter seven in a nutshell, Michael Gerber says that a great self-reliant business is a belt on is built on systems, not the people. So we were just talking about that. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to read that really quick. Thank you. So absolutely. You're very welcome. This is from Google because you didn't take the time. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks Google. But Google nailed it. Google nailed it, man. Google nailed it. Don, we can't give Don any credit for this. Should we source? But no systems is what I was just talking about. Um, it, it's it you know it's not the people it's not Lauren's job it's not my assistant's job it's my job to make a system for her to follow mm-hmm. you know what I mean so mm-hmm. the more you can put put it all on your own back um, the faster your business is gonna grow don't don't blame it on these people when you have somebody not doing their job really look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself if this person even knows what the fuck their job is and that's the best though right, right there it's a boom. fucking boom. And I see it. I mean, I have to manage our logistics system. So I have uh, my friend's mom uh, doing all of our packaging, right? And every time there's a mistake, I immediately, this is my problem. How mm-hmm. do I fall? What, what do I do to fix this so this doesn't happen again, right? And the more you focus on the systems and improving your systems and finding ways to make it bulletproof, it doesn't matter who's running the job. As long as your system is so clear and the process, there's no way for it to fall, fall through, you're going to be golden. Well, the other thing, too, is you can't sell people. (laughs) You can only sell the system that the people use. Exactly. Crop out. Crop out moment. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. And on to chapter eight, the franchise prototype. Now, uh, Michael Gerber takes McDonald's to explain how franchise is the best model and mentality for small businesses to succeed. The franchise is the strongest point in the in the systems it develops. I got my thought back. I don't even know if it's relevant anymore. But when you think that hard about trying to get your thought back and then you find it, you have to share it. So I was just going back. There was a time when I hired Lauren. Pause. And it, and it was so fucking like bad where, I mean, I was... Cause, and again, this goes back to the beginning. The technician hires help because they just want to fucking do their work. You know what I mean? I love baking pies so much. And I just realized that I fucked up. And now I have to run a business and bake pies. So now I'm going to hire someone to run my business. So I can bake my pies, right? I mean, I'm fucking coming in, dude. I mean, I'm Tuesday mornings and just throwing her stacks of fucking mail, stacks of, I mean, she's never seen any of this shit. You know what I mean? And no, I'm, I'm just, what do you want me to do with this? Just fucking figure it out. Just open the fucking shit. Just fucking pay it. I'm, Cause I want a tattoo. <laughs> fucking figure it out. You know what I mean? And that's constantly it. Like I'm get, I got a hundred emails today. It's not fucking hard. There are fucking people trying to get tattoos. Fucking book them appointments. Mm. Just fucking figure it out. It, that is the worst shit you could do to someone. You know what I mean? And it, 
you take it kind of for advantage for granted because it's just it's a system you created maybe and it's this thought that you had man but you have to write it down from you have to put it in layman terms in layman terms you don't you, i mean we'll go back to the mcdonald's because they're about to bring that up in a second but i'm telling you and i've never worked there <clears throat> but i have <laughs> okay perfect so yeah. hey, answer me this i can fucking guarantee you i bet money on it they have some kind of system in place that tells you what fucking order to put the fucking toppings on the burger I mean, it's I don't that. know about that. I I I took oh, people's you were money above the line, chef. Yeah, so I was taking people's <laughs> money. I was taking people's I money. I fucking guarantee you. they do have that though for sure. I they guarantee do. Sure. So they do. It's every... like lettuce first, fucking then tomato. Yeah, I mean, it's a fucking layman terms. It's it Subway. Is. I had to yeah. take a test. Click, boom, boom, boom. Certified sandwich artist and certified salad uh, salad artist, and they give you a twenty five cent raise. If I, I didn't would have one, had an, this to. recent system that I put in place that trains everything, and, and my system's example of what I did, um, we have a booking process through Outlook. Calendar's really easy. Uh, there's color-coordinated systems that tell you know whether a customer's pending or blah, 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 blah. Um, it was, I mean, as far as even going through and screenshotting every single fucking section, circling on like a Procreate app, you know what I mean? Exactly what elements of that section needs she needs to diddle with full blown instructions on exactly what she needs to do. And we have this for every fucking aspect of the business now from cleaning tubes to what's expected from mopping from what sections to what fucking day to is it if I lose her tomorrow, have somebody else, to put somebody else can do the job. You know what I mean? And as a, as an owner of a business, you know, things fucking happen. Um, the, the stress relief just from having those systems in place, there's nothing like it. You know, so just that is that is what they're talking about. Having systems in place, you know, not and this, you know, this doesn't mean having them in your fucking head. Mm -hmm. And this is this is what I'm getting at. OK, so this is and this is exactly what I'm getting at, because we all fucking have them, but we have them in our fucking head. It's about getting there. It, it is, on boys. Paper, getting it on Girls. paper, polishing, getting, it on paper, gems. getting it on an app, getting it somewhere where it is concrete and it's in that person's face all the time. You know what I mean? So there's no confusion. And that way, if your crazy entrepreneur characteristic comes into play again and you start fucking veering off of the system, your manager has a little defense against you. It's like, yo, bitch, this is what you told me to do. You're right. And then it's on me. It's the accountability. It's on me to change that fucking system that she follows. But if there's no systems, there's no accountability, and it mm. creates a ton of frustration, which creates technicians leaving, which creates your friends doing horrible things and, and going and starting a job and becoming the same fuckhead you are. Um, and it creates you losing employees. You know what I mean? Which is the hardest. So when they could it. go out there and start e myth businesses, e myth right. businesses, <laughs> you can start the myth yourself. That's you can, right. You can go create your own. Job. No, but that's that's brilliant, man. It's uh, we all have the systems in our head. Is it in writing? Is it clear? Is it in front of them every single day? And you, you know? probably don't have time because you're busy baking cakes. Doing that's it, right. doing it, doing it. You know what I mean? So this is it. Stop baking your fucking pies. It's pies. Sorry. Stop baking your pies. Stop it's doing what you ways. love. Unfortunately, stop doing what you love. Get the systems in place or go back to working for somebody else and do what you love. And there's nothing fucking wrong with that. At all. There's huge parts of me that wishes I would have just fucking stayed as a tattoo artist in some big company, dude, and I can get off work and come home and blah, blah, blah. Um, but again, I ever since I was a little kid and you were saying the same thing and we're probably all sitting here because of that, we all wanted the stress of running our own businesses. I watched my dad do it, my grandpa do it. Everyone in my life was contractors and kind of doing their own thing. 
um, the concept of just, I don't know the con and it, it was exactly that. I didn't fucking like working systems. I didn't like someone else's system. I just wanted to do it my own way. I just wanted a free space to tattoo. I didn't want, you know, you to tell me I needed to tattoo at, at Wednesdays from 12 to 8. It's like, bitch, I'm gonna tattoo whenever I want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fuck the manager thing again, huh? See? <laughs> yeah, I'm here fucking downplaying what I have to say. I got, um, I got gems too, dog. So, I, you know what I mean? I guess, you know what I, mean? Yeah, I guess it is that. I'm going to quote that. I got gems too, dog. <laughs> so, back to what uh, what Michael was saying. So, fran the franchise system allows your business to become independent from you as the owner and the founder. If you get stuck in your business as a technician, you will always be a slave of your job. Now, and I wanted to add to what Nick was saying there. You're Systems are your accountability. And as soon as you tell somebody... When they say a franchise system, they just mean a fucking system. Right. It's a system in place that is is so concrete that you can franchise it. So right now, I can hand my system over to somebody, some bunch of strangers, and they can replicate it. Exactly. That's what they're talking about. And moving as close to that as possible shows you not only business expertise, uh, also being able to talk to people that understand... The ins and outs. The more you have this in, laid out, the more of the plan that you have built, the more pe real business people are going to take you seriously. Because otherwise, it's just hearsay. It's all you talking and jabbering. But when, as soon as you have your documents in place for all the different systems, from marketing to operations to sales to your hiring and firing system, all that stuff, the more you have it on paper, the better. Just so everyone knows, I spent like a year putting that shit in the system into play, and we're about to change it all. That's, that's how it is, though, it's man. It's the name of the game. But the important thing is that I put it back into writing so that there's accountability. You know what I mean? Because right. I can't come at her with the system theoretically, you know what I mean, and expect her just to figure out which fucking one to follow. And what's even better there, too, especially when it's like an assistant, a manager, someone that you're delegating all this work to, you got to remember, they don't fucking understand any of this shit. Like, they don't understand, like, the bigger picture and how they're cogs in the machine. They're there to do their job. So you out there telling them like, do this, do this, create that. They don't have the entrepreneurial, the business expertise to create and manage those systems their on their own. Their instruction manual is your system. They exactly. They know why they're doing what they're doing too. So, you know what I mean? That's the biggest thing. A manager wants to manage systems. So if they don't know the outcome that they're, you're trying to achieve, it's, it's very frustrating. So maybe not even saying, you know, this, this, and this. But like with this new system, it's a lot of, because I knew it was going to fucking piss her off that I was switching <laughs> systems all the time. So I've literally spent the last couple of weeks, you know, we're sitting down with her explaining like what the potential outcome of the system is, like where we're trying to go with it. You know what I mean? Spend the time um, sitting down with her. And again, this comes down to, I wasn't even able to do this before because I was tattooing six days a week. So I had to cut the income. I had to not bake pies for a couple of days, you know, and not do what I love and actually do what I don't love. And that's part of running a business. I got to, you know, spend a couple of days doing what I fucking hate, which is, you know, managing systems, creating this blah, 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 blah. All this shit that I didn't really know was part of the game, which is why we're here. But, right, if you live the technician's life, man, you're going to be working every day for the rest of your life. This, Slave is, to the job. Slave the to the job. last thing that we'll talk about here, I think, at the end of the day, which is, which is the main kick in the balls, dude, for this book. Um, is the scare. I mean, we can get into it now if you guys want to. Let's get right into it, man. It's in there. It's on the mind. So, I mean, and the, the scare is what we're just talking about, and I just lived it, you know? So, I mean, there's a point where, and the, this book saved me a little bit. There was a point before I read this book, and, oh. I, and before I realized the importance of these systems, or God, dude, I mean, I was so overwhelmed with, with everything. You know what I mean? Because I literally just want a tattoo. I just want a tattoo five fucking days a week. 
I just want Lauren to figure it the fuck out on her own. I just want all this shit to happen. This is never going to fucking happen. You know what I mean? And so what 90% of people do, and I was very much contemplating it when I read this book, which is, I think, why it was why I love it so much. It was just the timing. Um, is, is the easiest thing and the most common thing that everyone does is, fuck it, I'm just going to back it off. You know what? I'm going to go fucking back to having my one little fucking me, myself, and I. Because right now i got 12 artists. We're doing all our bookings. You know, we got an assistant. We just hired another assistant. We got product managers. We got all this shit. It's fucking overwhelming sometimes, mm. especially for a little fucking artist that just got into this because I like to doodle. You know what I'm saying? It's literally mm. why I got into this. I like to, I drew, I was the kid that didn't pay attention in class and fucking drew in the back. You know, so now I'm overwhelmed with all these systems. And like, there's a huge part of me that's just like, dude, fuck this. I'm going to go fucking open my own little studio again. And I'm going to do my own fucking emails, dude. You know what I mean? I'm going to get rid of all of my overhead and I'm just going to fucking do my own thing. Because mm. it's like the most unstressful thing in the moment. Okay? Then I become the biggest fear of my life, which is all of my parents, my grandparents, my father, and everyone else in my life, where you basically just created a job for yourself. You don't own a business. And this is what we were talking at the very beginning. You didn't create a business if you have to go there every day and work it. You fucking made a job for yourself. And you're saying you saw that in your family. Other business oh, owners, my, but also slaves to the job. My 75, man. He's still crawling on fucking roofs, laying plywood, doing <laughs> roofing and fucking whatever contracting work he can get. You know what I mean? And he did the same thing when he was in high school. He had a relatively large contracting business. You know what I mean? Looking back at it, I could see, and I watched it kind of like narrow down, narrow down to the point he did fences. You built, you know, so at one point he's doing, you know, three mile big fences and he got to the point where it was so stressful for him. He's like, you know what? I'm just going to do small custom ornamental iron gates. It's super simple. It's just me. I can bust them out. You know, I make four or five grand a day. He's doing great. Doing great. You know what I mean? And then he's 65. You know, we don't fucking pensions. We don't have retirement plans. We don't, you know what I mean? 401ks for a guy like that, like what didn't exist. We didn't get no education on, on the finance level. So, I mean, all these things I'm trying to correct. <clears throat> and that's why the uh, rich dad, poor dad hit me really hard too. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. My dad was definitely the poor dad. You know, we didn't talk about money at the table. We didn't talk about investing stocks. All that shit was a scam like growing up. So the biggest fear in my life is, is was working my entire life working. I mean, you're, that's fucking life, dude. You're going to fucking work, just work till you fucking die. That's insane to me. And I'm literally watching every single human that I know do that. My brother just had a big tech company with like 16 employees, did the same shit my dad did. Just fucking kind of closed it down. You know what I mean? Separated himself from anyways. Now he just does custom programming by himself. One employee, boom, boom, boom. Nothing set up for the future. You're going to do that for the rest of your life. I mean, maybe not. You can get good at investing and kind of maybe pull this off or whatever. And that's mm -hmm. a whole different story. <clears throat> but I mean, the business side of it, you, you, you literally buried, you created a job for yourself where you're literally going to have to do the technician work now. And you're also going to have to fucking answer the phones. You're going to have to do the emails, send the faxes, do the taxes. Why the fuck did you open your own business in the first place? You should just work for the dude you were working for. You know what I mean? And tried a little harder to be left alone so you could do your work. You know, it's the fear, man. It is the fear, but you know what it is? <clears throat> it's the competitive nature in all of us, especially the people that, that jump into business early. It's like, fuck that. I'm going to be the guy that makes it. <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't matter, bro. It doesn't matter what, what you see other people doing. It doesn't matter that you, you, you see these things and you live a lot of the things that this book says, but because of that confidence in yourself and your competitive nature, do you hop into it and you say, fuck it. 
And that's 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 how I got into it. Like, and, and that's I, why I love this book. And everyone's had this. Have you ever had your emotions put into words for the first time? Oh, like, man. yes, yes. That's what this entire book was for me. So I, I mean, I, I this was it was in my mind. It was already there. It was like I was experiencing. It these just puts things. it into words. Yeah. And they put it into sentences for me. You're like, yes, bro, really mic drop. My ass, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So this is like one of the most famous books in the world. That's how I found it, actually. So I, I, you know, I literally Google like top, like must fucking read 10 books, right? I'll go through Google images and you'll see repetitive books. So this was one that, I mean, every fifth image is this fucking book. So I'm like, I have to fucking read this book. That's how I found Rich Dad, Poor Dad, too. Um, so yeah, man, I forgot my thought already because I'm stoned. Just putting your your thoughts and experiences into words, and and listening to the audible version. I mean, that guy's voice is killer, man. Talk about a oh, mountain yeah. man voice. <laughs> Talk about a mountain man voice. Mountain man. Uh, but no, man. This is this is it, man. And the, and and what's what's so good about it is this is the same dilemma that every single fucking person deals with. Gotta look at your Google notes to get back on track here. That's right. That's right. Hey Google, I love you, dog. Thanks, Siri. Thank you, Siri. And let's read chapter nine just while we're on it, right? So this is kind of around what we're talking about. So working on your business and not in it. Working on your business means starting to put in place all the systems that will make the business work, no matter whether you're there or not, and no matter whether people leave or you hire new ones, because the systems make it easy for everyone to do the work. The right questions you ask yourself are. How can you get your business to work without you? You're free. How can you make your people independent from you? How can you build a business you can replicate a hundred times? How can you set your time to do what you love instead of what you have to do? Systems. Systems. And it, and it's, it, it almost seems cliche. And I think another cool thing, another example in this book, I don't have it, you know, wherever it's at, is that a system might sound complicated it doesn't need to be it can be very simple as long as you understand that pathway from the client's perspective from the employee's perspective from the manager and the owner's perspective as you can see the whole the whole experience you know very clearly is once you can then build a system around it well that's it it's doing the work to achieve clarity so that you can share that clarity with others yes. i mean as we all know, plans change. You spend all that time building systems, and now you're like, guess what? We got another one coming down the pipeline. Um, but half the half of the value of doing the work of creating a business plan or a system is just to like be present with all the problems that are there that previously yeah. are just unconscious. You know, you're just going about getting to A to C to D to, to Z. You know. Well, and you brought it up actually in the last episode that. It doesn't even matter if the business plan matters for anything. It doesn't matter if you're going out for investment or anything. It's the fact that you spend that quality time in deep focus on the problems of your of your business so you can see the whole picture and see it from all the different perspectives. So that clarity, like you said, is going to give you the insight to make the changes in your business that you need to make. That's connecting the dots or the forge. Forge. That's forging forge. your future, <laughs> baby. <laughs> That's forging your future, baby. That's kind of basically what we already jumped into. I mean, working on your business, not in it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you got to show up every day, if you are the business, if your business can't operate without you being there, the pie example, I think they use like an ironic pie example. It's, <clears throat> you know, why, why are you making the pies? And the pie lady, you know, basically says that, you know, I can't imagine not being there. If like, if I'm not there making the pies, my customers aren't going to come anymore. Like I'm the reason that they come and get the fucking pies guys. That's not, a, that's not a business. You know what I mean? That's, that's your customers basically coming to you. For, for a service 
You just like to bake pies and you want to make money. <laughs> 100%, 100%. So the goal is, the goal is to work on a business not in it is you cannot be the dependable thing. You need to put a system. Why are your customers coming to you? What qualities about you do they like? How can you put that into a system and maybe train it to somebody else to have those same qualities or blah, blah, blah would be an example of how to like correct that. Um, but the idea is, I mean, creating a business is something that you don't have to be there every day. If you have to be there every day, it's, it's not a business, you know? So at this point, same shit. I'm trying to not be there half the week, but it's, it's, it's so you can just work on the business more. It's not so you can have like free time or anything like that. We're not trying to, <laughs> well, yeah. it's doing the, the hundred dollar an hour, $200 an hour work. Too. I show up on Thursdays to do operations and Friday to do operations. All the hours like, you're not working today. It fucking drives me crazy. It's like, yes, I'm fucking working today. I'm just not that doing. <laughs> that's right. Well, and that uh, irks that's, my soul. That's so you know true. I mean? It's like that's I work so twenty four seven every day. And you're like, this is the shit I hate. This is extra working for me, you know? Yeah. I have like a guilt thing, man. That's that's the biggest thing too. I feel guilty. I feel guilty not being the technician. Like, I, there's shit that needs to be done. There's appointments that need to be done. It's fucking hard. So I get. I think that's one of the biggest things is the mental emotional separation. Because again, it goes back to the whole fucking reason that I did this is because I'm super passionate about what I do. And then it's like this massive smack in the face. Like you don't get to do that anymore. Because if you do that, that's what you're going to be doing for the rest of your life. So if, if you want to run a business, dude, there's, there's a million just blind side areas of this that I just had no idea about. And none of us did. Well, and it's different too, right? Because, you know, not every service industry like tattooing, for example, commands the type of dollar that tattooing gives you, right? Baking pies doesn't fucking pay you the way tattooing pays you, you know, especially good tattooing, right? And that's the thing too. Yeah. I'll yeah. get you straight into that. And most, and everyone's going to have their own story, but me not working there, you know what I'm saying? Is about fit, literally 50% of the income of the shop. Just my sole income alone out of 12 artists. So it's, it's, it's different. It's, it's fucking massive. I'm not just, you know, me taking these couple days off, dude, a week cost me maybe like 12, 13,000, 14,000 a month. It's fucking choking. You know what I mean? But I, again, and a lot of this is just reading this and just trusting, hopefully trusting that these guys know what they're doing. A trust little bit the process, more than baby. I do, you know what I mean? You gotta, yeah, you do gotta trust the process. And, and again, the only reason why I'm doing it and I am, again, I don't take my, like, it's, this is not fucking advice, you know, because again, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out just like everyone else. I'm in it right now, but what I, what I do know is that what I watch my dad and the rest of my family do doesn't work. So I'm 100% willing to try this other way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so far, um, so far all is good, man. I can feel it. I can feel the difference. I can feel everyone just, you know what I mean? Everyone kind of when you take the time to fucking run your business and tell your managers what they need to do, dude, I mean, just everyone's happier at work and the story, you know, everyone, the, the, just the vibe in general just seems like there's going to be some fucking growth. Well, and I think that another thing too, particularly in your business is that like when you walk in the door, you see how fucking dope it is, man. It's not like it, it like you're, you're there every day and it doesn't make sense like to you as, as the person there. Cause it's all contextual, but you know that there's there's another level for it to go, yeah, right? For sure. And 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 not every business necessarily has that. So while you might be giving up a lot dollar wise, there's still a big, you know, area of growth that you know is there for sure. And in everyone's business, that's the case. For, but you know, it's 
it's just, again, it's just trusting the process, knowing that that work will plan out. And if it's not for this particular business, it's going to be for your real estate game. It's going to be for stocks. It's that, that, that homework and this stuff that people don't want to do that, that produce the results that you're looking for long-term. I had a thought. I, I, had, I had a thought. I lost it. I was like, "No, where'd you go?" I was gonna say something about watering plants, man. I, you know, <laughs> I'm a, Grant I'm the gardener. A, I'm Grant, a part-time farmer, man. Yeah, what do you want me to Grant say? Grant the gardener, bro. He loves it. Uh, but no, I, it's like the craziest thing, man. Because if you're not watering the plants, they fuck up. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like if you're there doing tattoos or baking pies or doing whatever you're doing, you're not watering the the managers and you're not helping them out. And you, you know, it's like you can see when you spend the time there. That it really pays off in dividends, you know, but you do have to pull yourself away. And it's hard, man, because it's all to get back to tattooing or just doing what yep. you want to do, you know? Yep. yep. So you do have to choose, man. I mean, you can either you can either love pies or you can love running a business. Um, and that's that was the biggest thing is that I don't think that most people going into it realizes that there's a big separation. As in, you can't do both at once. Not a little separation. You physically fucking cannot do both at once unless you want to run a very small out of your garage business for the rest of your life. There's a stepping point. You know what I mean? So, I mean, and I'm sure everyone, everyone, I mean, people like, you know, what's the Apple guy? Uh, Jobs. Probably started fucking programming in his garage because he loves programming. There was a point where he had to step aside. He didn't get to be the programmer anymore. You know what I mean? He had to make a system and hire programmers to do that job, hire managers to manage the program or this, that, and the other. I mean, he had to step all the way back from what he loves. And these are the people, go ahead. I was going to say, well, jobs, jobs. He's going to make some fucking gonna... correction on history here. Guys, Dude. Wozniak was the fucking technical guy. You have to say, I was going to say, he's been, heard was. he's been heard was Google since the garage. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude, Jobs was the fucking guy that was fucking cracking the whip and being the visionary, didn't know code. But uh, your point still stands. There's yeah. the, the guy, like, <laughs> I know what you're saying. <laughs> he's like, damn but it. Am I right? Am damn I right? It. I mean, I'm right. He's always fucking right, man. <laughs> it's Google. What do you want to say? Sorry, man. <clears throat> But anyway, uh, yeah, man, that's that's part two, man. Fucking a new view of business. It's, it's working. Reverse engineer it. Look at it from. Speaking of Google Notes, let's see what's next. <laughs> Google has provided us with great notes today. Uh, this this podcast is brought to you by Google and the great notes that it provided. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> On to part three. So, yeah. Oh, wait. What are we doing? Nine or are we on to ten? Ten. We talked about nine. You laughed at me because we were talking about it. <laughs> All right, man. Think about your thirty-second drop. We got to get this commercial in. I heard this shit right here. It says that this book's not applicable to artists, bro. I'm fucking out. All right. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, there was a big part of this that, that, that isn't applicable to me. I mean, we go back really quick. Uh, Let's see, where's that fucking shit? He was just saying. Does it say that in the notes? Where's that? It, chapter shit? 10. It says this advice where's is not applicable to artists. Oh, did I put it on the back here? I put it on the back. Oh, oh gotcha, okay. Gotcha. Here we go. Um, the right questions to ask yourself. Okay. Back here. Okay. So how can you or how can you get free um, to work or how can you get your business to work without you? You're free. Um, so, and this is, th that was the big goal, right? So not being trapped in a business, actually running a business. When you think of a business owner, you're thinking, I mean, when you're a kid, right? Somebody that owns a massive, 
The fucking owner of Apple's not building iPhones right now. No, he's not. Correct me on that shit. And he's not fucking programming shit. The dude's on a beach somewhere. That's what we picture. I don't know if that's true. Mm-hmm. But that's just, you know, that's what you picture as an owner. So, I mean, that's the biggest thing here. Um, you know, how do you, how do you grow your business? How do you get more people? How do you make this thing to where it operates itself? You know, something again, like McDonald's or whatever, where you can have a million locations, it's real simple, blah, blah, you're not part of it. Um, and that way you can work at home, make an income. And that's kind of the whole goal here. And maybe that's part of what he's talking about with, I don't know why he'd even say that actually, cause I don't remember that in the book, uh, saying this doesn't apply to artists, but one of the biggest fucking problems that I have is artists are not normal employees. It's it, they're a talent. So we were, you know, we're a black and gray pro team. So finding these guys, I try to explain to people, it's literally like trying to run a basketball team, you know? So, I mean, if you have some dude on your fucking Lakers fucking top 15 lineup drop out, you don't just hire some dude on fucking, you know what I mean? You some can't random fuck off the train him the system. So this whole thing we're talking about, we're creating systems so you can train new employees actually does not apply to me. That's a, that's a big struggle that we're having right now. And that's the main reason why I'm just doing the one big shop and not, a hundred and I'd love to get into something that, that this would apply to more where I could actually, you know, grow a business into, into a little more, but that's, that's our struggle is, is finding talent. We're a talent based business, you know, so artists, chefs, this, that, and the other, um, they don't operate under systems. You got to give them freedom of reign. Um, and they're, they're one in a few, you know? So if, if you, you know, the more people that I hire, I'm going to lose quality end of story, you know? So I know a couple people that, and maybe this is something that I do. Maybe this is part of this, this whole thing. You know, I, I, you know, and I need to get out of the whole trying to be the, the top quality artist that that and the other one of, you know, one of my mentors, uh, the old, you know, the old shop that I worked at club tattoo and they have six, seven locations, but they were just on NBC blue collar millionaires doing $9.8 million a year out of their tattoo shops, you know, cause Maybe because he decided to step back and stop doing it. I mean, he's, he's, uh, he runs a fucking business. He's a business owner, you know, and I'm still a tattoo artist and I can't get a fucking away from it. As, much, as many times as I read this book, you know what I mean? I'm, I fucking can't get away from it. But I, to your credit, bro, you're fucking an amazing tattoo artist. You're not just a tattoo artist. You're well, fucking you. dope as fuck. And I have no tattoos. And I'm, so pas- I- and I'm passionate as shit about it. So it's very yes. hard. So, you know, and this is. So one day I'm going to have to ask myself the question I'm already asking myself in because my fucking hands are, man. There you go. Do, do you want, you know, you love this, but do you want to fucking be the guy for the rest of your life? Do you want to be the fighter in the ring for the rest of your life? Mm. You love it. What day do you want to step back and be the coach? What day do you want to want to step back and give up the income instead of, you know, practicing my talent, teaching it to other people? You know, so that I don't maybe, you know what I mean? Spend more time so that I can build this and maybe have three or four more shops. And maybe I could, if I didn't tattoo those three days and I spent them hiring and training people, that would probably solve the problem. It's there. It's right there in front of me. You know, it's fucking, so I don't know, man, maybe one day I can actually pull the trigger on it and I'm trying to, but that's, that's what this book is about. And this is the struggle that I'm living right now. Well, it's, yeah, systems to liberate you to do whatever the hell you want to do. Exactly. That's the fucked up thing. The thing I want to do is tattoo. He also wants to do real estate and weed people. I want to grow weed too. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, don't we all? Uh, (laughs) I got to go pee. That's right. And we're out. We're cutting out to the ad. And uh, part three, coming soon. Yeah, I ordered a pizza. That's called having a plan. It's called putting a plan in action. (laughs) This is what you do before you you open a business. That's right. That's just uh, the entrepreneurial idea. Who's going to manage the systems of the pizza? Who's going to order the pizza? Who's going to fucking make the pizza? Technician. 
He's probably going to quit the pizza place because he wants to go open his own pizza, pizza place, place because he's fucking awesome at building pizzas. It's a fucking mess, man. That's right. Where are you guys at on this? Uh, we, we're waiting we're like, for you. Did wait, you? We're already on part three. We're part three. This is the last part, guys. I thought we already did part ten or chapter ten. Yeah. Well, part three is chapter ten. Part three is like two guys. We're only fucking two pages out of two pages. I know, but this is the biggest one. <laughs> the biggest, the biggest part. That's right. Business development process. We've okay. already hit most of these, I think. I know we have, but we're gonna get into a little more. Do you? Are you ready to mic drop fucking Skull Museum in a thirty-second ad? Or fifteen-second ad, ten-second ad. Tell us what the Skull Museum is. The Skull Museum. What's up, guys? Talking to the mic. So this this what's, pod. This, what's up? This podcast is brought to you by the Skull Museum. The Skull Museum is. Skull Museum is the awesomest tattoo shop in Northern California and probably California in general. We have 12 artists, all black and gray, pro team. These guys are extremely talented, large scale pieces, sleeves, back pieces, all that good stuff. Um, we try to lead the industry in, in cleanliness and safety. Our shop is on point when it comes to all the good stuff. Um, yeah, I appreciate the opportunity, man, in the moment. Thank you. That's right. If you want really dope, unique black and gray tattoos, Skull Museum all day. Nick Westfall tattoo all day. Tattoo lovers care all day. <laughs> <laughs> Riding coattails all day. I like to I, I like to cream up my tattoos with this product. You know what I mean? That's right. Tattoo lovers care is. <laughs> no. no, you want to do it? No, I actually need one. No, hit I it know, again, I man. I, I gotta. Damn, son. How, where'd you find this? <laughs> Do your tattoos hurt? Yeah, let's see what he's saying here where this shit doesn't apply to me. I don't want to read this. I'm not a good reader. So someone else has to read it. Which one? Oh, yeah. I'm going to mumble all that shit, bro. I've been fucking, I'll fucking smoking read all day. It. Yeah, you read it out loud. Okay. Um, no, hold it up. I was the kid. Like, like read Just it hold, hold up this one. I'm like, no. That's right. Yeah, I couldn't do Do it. your tattoos hurt? It's the worst, man. Wait, start again. Start again. <laughs> it's the worst, man. All right, go ahead. Do your tattoos hurt? Are they itchy? Are they painful? Do they suck in the moment? All these things are true, but you know what isn't? Tattoo lovers care. It's the best all-natural vegan CBD-infused tattoo aftercare line on the market. It is the only all-natural vegan tattoo aftercare tea CBD-infused. Fuck! CBD-infused CBD. CB. He doesn't even know what his own product is, guys. He's still working on his systems. I'm still working on my systems, guys. Three years in, I don't even you know what the fuck I'm selling. What you am gotta... I even selling? <laughs> Put this on your fucking shit, and it will heal, bro. That's all. Get at me later. Go to the fucking IG page. Fucking drop a comment. Your shit's going to be dope. It's going to feel good. And that's it. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> So Michael Gerber's advice, guys. Will you read this to me? Because I'm my, my You're welcome. Uh, wait, wait, vision's wait. getting blurry here. Are we on eleven? We're on chapter ten, the business development All process. Right. Right. Michael Gerber's advice is not very applicable to artists, writers, or solopreneurs who like to keep control of their creation. The author says you should be able to read everything in your business through numbers, quantify everything, and make sure you you can easily take your business pulse by knowing the key metrics. The ones that really matter are, what are they? Those are the Google notes, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the model that Gerber here describes reminds 
a bit of Charlie Chaplin's movie and of Taylor. He says that your business should be predictable, and to be predictable, your employees should have no discretion of their job. This is the problem. When you fucking steal notes from a Charlie Chapman. <laughs> <laughs> because this if you nothing, depend on people, you get chaos. to do with the book. I don't think Charlie Chaplin was mentioned in the book one He time. might have been. Because if you depend on people, you get chaos, and you can't replicate it a hundred times. And if that's the case, ultimately, you don't own a business. That's chapter 10, guys. Boom. Let's say it gets into the details of the rest of the chapters. No, it it, it is, man. And and like as far as predicting outcomes and all that kind of stuff, let's let's I can take my business for example, right? Our our key metric that we for at least acquiring new customers is samples. How many new samples can we get into the hands of artists mm-hmm. to then use it to them for them to sell and buy our products and then push to their customers? So regardless of how much hours are spent, right? by the employees in a given week the only thing that matters is the samples how many samples how many new customers are trying this and how effectively are we following up with them post that sample through the process we have created do we use that to then create new customers and same thing with tattooing you know you can have uh, you know guys sample sample samples sample sample samples (laughs) you can have guys that are sitting there uh you know working on one or two pieces for the whole week but if all that matters is how many total Units are being pushed through. How many widgets are being pushed through your business to then bring in the bottom line? Well, doesn't uh, Peter Drucker say uh, what gets measured gets managed? Yes, he does. There it is. Boom. The best business mind of all time or a business manager mind of all time. Still haven't read a book. I need to. Uh, the Effective Executive, that's coming up. It's one of the books on the list. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope you got something out of it and are able to implement it in your own life. Stay tuned as we break down your favorite books week by week, part by part, insight by insight. Thank you for tuning in to Forge Your Future. Remember, keep reading, stay learning, stay foolish, get yourself some tattoo lover's care.